0: On, On this, this issue, issue of Homo, Homo Superior, Superior. Kalen, it was supposed to be the dental boys.
1: Oh, I thought you wanted yeah, me as well. No, you no, are not We shit. don't need
2: a baritone.
0: <laughs> well, Brent is gay, and Kalen's gay, and Clark is gay, and Ryan's gay, and Adam's gay. It's Homo Superior.
1: Welcome to Homo Superior, where Krakoa is just trying to protect us. Issue 290, I'm Kalen. I'm Clark.
0: I'm Ryan. And I'm Brent Wingate, and this week... Several of us have had dental work done in the past week, so we might not be as good as talking as we never were. (laughs) We continue our celebration of 60 years of the X-Men with poles on top of poles on top of poles. Then we've got the fourth episode of Secret Invasion, where Nick Fury discovers things we already knew, making him a terrible spy. And the two-part episode from X-Men the Animated Series, One Man's Worth, where Bishop and Shard prove that they're terrible time travelers. In internet news, there's some film sequence of the new Deadpool movie that went viral. Plus, as always, we have our regular comic issues, and as double always, plugs. Uh, But first, some housekeeping.
1: So, FlameCon is coming up uh, the weekend of August 12th and 13th in New York City. Once again, Homer Superior will be there. And once again, we have a panel. We're reprising our X Games panel. If you went last year, you know we had a gay old time, and we promised we're going to have a faggoty old time it's gonna be year. bigger better <laughs> better gayer
0: we're we're gonna have such great panelists We're we i think we do know that we are gonna be on at like 2 p.m oh yeah.
2: that's saturday. Ish, saturday
0: ish look it up yeah so gird your loins as they say yeah. yeah
1: we hope to see you there in person if you live in the new york area or travel just like us
3: so none of these people are sag after anyway are they I don't, or Writer's Guild or anything?
0: I have no idea. do
2: out a thing that I don't think we know.
0: Yeah, I don't know the answer to that. Yeah,
3: Because <laughs> if they are, they are not allowed to be on panels. Uh,
1: oh, well, then we'll we find will, out. We'll, we'll find out. We in will real find out. we will find let
0: us find out if we have some scabs on our panel. Yeah. Next <laughs> game.
1: All right, let's move on uh, to our Polaris this week. As Brent mentioned, it is the 60th anniversary of our favorite mutants. The X-Men debuted in 1963 with Uncanny X-Men number one by Jack Kirby and Stan Lee. Last week, Ryan, Adam, and I went through the top six moments uh, of the X-Men. The uh, inflection points, as I like to say, of uh, made the X-Men what they are today. And we decided to put it up for a vote. We did two different polls. One focused on the issues. One focused on non-comic properties, but where the X-Men show up in other media. So for the issues, we said, hey, here are the top four we think are the most influential. Why don't you vote? So it was Uncanny X-Men number one from 1963, as I mentioned. giant Size X-Men number one from 1975. X-Men number one from 1991. That was the, of course, Jim Lee, Chris Claremont issue that so still the best-selling comic of all time. And then House of X number one, uh, which we reviewed on podcast four years ago when it reviewed. So uh, before I go into the results, I'm going to ask all of you.
0: Well, I was actually going to say, I know that this is a fly call, but could you, can we actually talk about what the results were and then talk about whether or not we thought that that was the right call from the audience? Yeah, we
1: can do that. All right, so let's Love go. It. Well, I'll go in reverse order. Last place to first place. So in last place. Going in
0: last place. <laughs> with 6% of the Coming vote. Coming in at number four.
1: <laughs> 6% was Uncanny X-Men number one from 1963. It is not. Oh, we hate beginnings. Yeah. It is not well remembered.
3: Are oh. we? Be going one by one? Because yes. I think this one I don't like the most. I think this one's the most important lore-wise. It created what mutants are. It created Professor Xavier, the point of what the X-Men are, uh, Cyclops Agreed. and Jean Grey. I guess. His
2: lackluster creating it, at I that mean, it's, point. It's not, it's not
3: a <laughs> great run by comparison to Giant Size X-Men number one
1: or anything, but, it is, but important. it is the most important to me. It is important. So in second to, or I guess third place, second to last place, was X-Men number one from 1991. Getting a bronze
2: medal. Yeah, yeah.
3: That should be fourth. <laughs>
1: Um, yeah. and I actually do agree with Clark. I think this is it is influential at the time. It made the X Men what they were in the '90s. The animated series could not have existed without it. Yep. But nonetheless, I think of these four, it's my least favorite. Yeah. yeah. Or le- oh, 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 not I least favorite. I would vote for it the last.
3: I feel like the fourth most important one might be Age Apocalypse Alpha. From- well, let's we're let's I'm go just through saying, I'm all. Yeah. i yeah. I
1: know. Let's go through all these, and then we can go through yeah. what some of the other uh, suggestions could be. So then, in second that's place was House of X, number one from so 2019.
2: If, so if first place can't uh, do the, all the duties that are required. This one will be taking over. This is, that is right? the
1: runner-up. Okay. Yes, if cool. it's caught in doing like a porn or sex
0: tape, then
1: Th-
3: this is the one that's doing the porn and sex tape. How'd you, House yeah. of X. Oh, totally.
1: Uh, yeah. I, yeah. House of be, X fucks.
0: I think because I don't think that creating something makes you the most influential of it, but I also recognize there's a very strong recency bias. I think this one should be number one, uh, because I think that when... I think people are more tuned in, more communicative about stuff in the comics now than they ever have been, and that this is going to be much more consequential going forward.
1: So in first place was Giant Size X-Men number one, and this would have been my pick. Um, Yes, it's not the debut of The Mutants, but this is what made X-Men what it is. It had 59%. 59%. Because making the team, one, much more multicultural than the original Mm -hmm. five, uh, Mainstays, Wolverine, Storm, Nightcrawler, Colossus coming onto the team for the first time. While Chris Claremont did not write Giants as X-Men number one, it was Len Wein. uh, Claremont took it over right away and the X-Men are what they are because of this run.
0: But all of them are regular sized.
2: Much like making the band, um, the TV show on MTV, yeah. I think that uh, this, like they know who your heavy hit- hitters are, your Aubrey's. You know what I mean? Like, it, yeah. I feel like that is what <laughs> Giant Size X Men is of a person. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Republican <laughs> yeah, she, nightmare. She's actually I thought you were talking about order. Plaza, but go on. <laughs> yeah, no, no, right? Same hard. No, but these are all the classic characters that I think we want to see the most, and I think Giant Size X Men for me. Also is number one. So that's
1: for you. For us, is that X Men number one yeah. from 1960 was your number one pick, and House of X number yeah. one was your pick. I
3: feel I, like I can't decide. I, I think House of X is too early to tell.
2: I don't know what they're going to do in three years to nullify the it, fuck out of That, is, I that agree. is very true. We, it could all be swept under the rug. We don't really know. I don't want it to. but I think we know, have to trust that in 15 years to not have been. Yeah. And we Jump had that dunk. conversation last week. Are we suffering from recency bias? Yeah. I think it's uh, very true.
1: And so these are some of the special, like, uh, mentions. And Clark mentioned one with uh, Age of Apocalypse, Alpha, and, um, and Omega. Did you say I both? I said
3: Alpha because that's the, you, Th- you that's the first That's the single, single issue. So yeah, yeah,
1: that's the first issue uh somebody uh a few people actually said grant Morrison's first issue new x men mm-hmm, uh okay. number was it one nineteen um which again was is one of my favorite issues of x men of all time, mm-hmm. but to to the point that Clark just made about how stuff getting swept on the rug after Morrison's run ended, mm-hmm. Marvel just like almost forgot it. They almost like undid everything, and so- it's only recently with with like Hickman coming on board that they've actually started referencing stuff from morrison's run
0: so are could they sweep something as big as house of x under the rug given the amount of penetration it's gotten into Um, other comics how much the storylines that are important in the x-men are affecting the rest of the world
3: if they bring it into the mcu then they then that's not going back in the back but they're not If they're they, not do, if they don't yet. if they don't, then it could easily be also. Yeah, if, if it would be just another island nation where all the minor characters live.
2: Yeah.
1: So it's um you know, some I think you mentioned House of M. House Last of
2: M is the one that I would suggest as the outlier okay. that I think has the most uh presence in the comics for so many years.
1: Well, that's to to the point that Clark made. They started undoing uh, decimation. I would say two to three years after that. So it's it's almost like the l- the, eff- the mean, effect No one was started... decimated anymore. Well, as as soon as uh, Messiah Complex came out, that's introduced hope. That was the first mutant. And then after that, when you had like you know the Five Lights Generation Hope, you started seeing more mutants starting to appear. So that was like I would say about f- four or five years after. House of M. So
2: they were deep, they were depowered for a while,
1: though. Yeah, like four or five years. Yeah. And then, and then more, you started. When did they get 12, Eight,
0: twelve,
2: they... seventy years. Yeah. Ago. Seventy, <laughs> um, eighty, 80 it was four years. A little bit more. And then Scarlet Witch really just did like a oopsie whoopsie upside down. Yeah. And just reversed it all. But, but they were, I, I do think that was maybe that's when I read the I most. so into I feel, it, yeah. I don't know. We, yeah. I think time will tell basically with House of X.
1: Yeah. Uh, another notable mention was the very last issue of the Dark Phoenix Saga, which killed off Phoenix or Dark Phoenix, if Who you want to call it that. Um, <laughs> which is it's influential, but again, there's a lot of like really I think important issues in the X Men. But as far as like inflection points go, that made them what they are.
0: Yeah, not to split hairs, it seems more memorable than it was influential. But I but sure.
3: Obviously, Fall of the Mutants, whatever the fuck issue that started in, could be one by comparison to the Jean Grey one. Yeah. After the Gene Grey dying one was just continued stories but Gene's dead.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, I can see that too. Uh all right, so let's move on then. I t- said
0: there's poles on top of poles. You did. Yeah, so let's get on But you said on top of poles. You said three. Don't so worry, th- I've got an extra pole. Okay. Oh. <laughs> don't also don't worry. Why are you worry. unzipping your pants? This is yeah. a, like a gay <laughs> sword fight. I said don't worry. <laughs> I'm very worried now
1: okay so our second poll was uh, we asked the same question but for non-comic book properties where the X-Men have appeared in other mediums so the four options we gave to y'all was the arcade game that came out in 1991
0: Hugely, hugely effective. If, if, if Adam were
1: here, he'd be like, no, 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 no. It's really important. Just that voice. Yeah. Just that voice. Yeah. I've
2: never read before and I haven't read
0: now. <laughs> <laughs> so I just play games. <laughs> I'm why, arcade.
1: Why is Adam the Baba Yaga now? Um, and then you had X-Men, the animated series, which we are reviewing and have been reviewing for the last year on this podcast. That it debuted in 1992. X-Men, the movie, the original movie from the year 2000. And then X-Men Evolution, uh, the s- uh, follow-up uh, animated series from the, uh, uh, that also debuted in the year 2000. So
2: The dancing GIF sensation. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes.
1: Uh, so I will go over the results, and then we'll talk about what our top pick is, and then uh, any honorable mentions. So in last place was the arcade game. Sorry, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> With seven. uh <laughs> <laughs> In uh, third place was X Men: The Movie with fifteen. This is shocking. I feel like you think it should have been higher. I, I, I don't thought think it shocking.
2: I think it got a whole new generation into it more than our next I mean, entry. Which
1: yeah.
0: I, I think that there is a massive sampling bias from the Twitter. people who would who would respond to our Twitter polls. Fair. Yeah. I do. They're think very
2: much comic readers. This is not scientific at all. By there, any this also of...
3: seems like ba- based on X Men Evolution being higher than. The X Men movie that we have a younger, yeah. followership Ge- than we expect.
1: I also think so. In second place is X Men Evolution, and I think it is because X twenty three debuted in it, mm-hmm. and it is the gif that Ryan mentioned, the dancing gif of uh, Kitty Pride and are Rogue, just basically
2: copied is, 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 stuff from Buffy. Buffy yeah. Yeah. Is
3: that more important than um, the the frog, like Toads and stuff, and electricity? Yeah. Yeah, oh, I don't know.
2: I mean, X Men Evolution is fun. It is a fun series. It got it reintroduced x I mean, to me again. Yeah, I, yeah. You, I was already reading the comics. The X Men
3: movies unwatchable. The the cartoon is fine a- enough. A- a- B- no, yeah.
1: don't do that. Well, then if. Is- in first place,
0: it's bad. It's it's bad. Okay. Okay. Movie? No. Wow. And this is what caused the podcast to break up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this caused yeah. the
1: podcast? Bo- that's a terrible reason for the podcast. We have we have better reasons to break up. Yeah. But in first place was X-Men, the animated series, uh, debuted in 1992. Unsurprising. But let's go around and say, <laughs> well, what do you so, guys think so should I mean, be number what, one? What was the percentage that it had? 56%. That overwhelming. Is
0: the same percentage of people who watched X-Men, the animated series, that were turned gay by it. So. Yeah. That's true. It's an incredible hit rate.
2: It's there's no denying the biggest thing X-Men has ever done is to have that animated series. It's bigger than the comics. All right, Stanley, from your grave. It's bigger than the comics. <laughs> cool. Sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm not I'm not angry. It's uh, just it kept it, Pizza Hut in business. I think he
0: supported the show too.
2: Yeah, also, yeah, my entry is the Pizza Hut promotions they did where they yeah. gave you a cup. But and a pan <laughs> pizza? No, just a cup. It just the animated <laughs> just series. A blank cup. The animated series has such longevity, long, long fingered ales that are really scratching everyone's back. That, like, for the longest time. What I, is this analogy? <laughs> oh. I don't know. I'm undone. I'm unbound. <laughs> a little bit cheeky. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: Um, what did you? Okay. Do you guys agree with the? That's the only answer.
2: That's the only answer
0: yeah I what don't do you know. think
2: gumbo i <laughs> <laughs> well no,
0: dog do, 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 x-men the movie i think the x-men movie if you're thinking about like if i were to show people an image from the well no I, yeah you're right i was gonna say <laughs> if i show people an image of like the animated series versus the movie and i just asked people who characters were would that be better at guessing one versus the other and i think they'd probably be like, Better guessing at the animated series. I actually
2: have one more entry that might be even more influential than all of these is
0: Hugh Jackman as. You Logan. read my mind.
1: Yes, I think Hugh Jackman as Logan. We that's even
2: bigger yeah, than the fucking. But that's
0: that's like eighteen movies or something. So well, great,
2: he did it. Yeah, yeah.
1: he is. He encapsulates a character more than someone like Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man, or God knows who as Spider Man, because he's had too many. Uh, Tom Holland. We'll say Tom Holland. Uh,
0: He's too. Many. I don't know. He's too tall for me. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you want to guys? Do want to do some MCU next TV? Yeah. Sure. That's our weekly segment where we look at the latest and greatest of the MCU Disney Plus TV shows. This week we have greatest a, really. Well, on. Okay. <laughs> Uh, we have episode four of Secret Invasion, and we are continuing our coverage of X-Men the Animated Series with season four, episodes 13 and 14, I want to say. T- nine and ten. Nine and ten. Parts, Close. Four, parts one and two of One Man's Worth. All right, let's talk Secret Invasion. So Nick Fury is faced with the grim prospect of having to Mr. and Mrs. Smith, his wife... Uh, Gaia makes a miraculous recovery with the power of Tony Stark's neglect <laughs> and Gravik makes a move to kill the president, but still instead kills another target. That's out of this world, baby. Uh, we got a spy versus spy situation. Yeah. I-, I believe that relationship has mostly concluded. We might see the wife. I don't remember her name. I didn't want to look it up because I do feel like she's a prop, but what did you guys think of the relationship between her and fury how it was resolved?
1: Total plot device, and not a very good one. There's, I did not believe their relationship at all. I really hated felt
2: forced. It just felt fast. Is it? A, I maybe not even forced. It and just felt furious. Fast. I hate. I hate a
0: diner scene or a romantic dinner where one character is reading something and the other character asks about it, and it has to be poignant mm-hmm. for the you don't, episode. And they
3: bring like, it back at the end of the episode. You don't, like yeah. to,
2: you don't like to. see a scene where they both shoot a gun, <laughs> yeah. and it's just. On side of their head it's so silly yeah that scene was outrageous yeah i i don't i i don't hate their relationship well,
0: hey, hey hon what are you reading oh it's the uh the co- confessions of ted bundy <laughs> <laughs> what's your favorite one? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh i'm reading this uh john grisham novel <laughs> i know it's pulpy but i don't. what's care. your favorite uh
2: i love that um yeah this is tough you know what I, I was thinking I was thinking about this episode and just the whole series. I hate 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 that it's called Secret Invasion. It should not be called Secret Invasion. It could, it should be called the Fantabulous Life of Nick Fury or whatever. Like the the end like Nailed the it. MCU next never Fury. Like it should it is At just the emancipation about
0: emancipation of one Talos. <laughs> it just <laughs> that's funny.
2: Uh, but like it just it's a Fury story, which I'm okay with the MCU being and these TV series being like. Sort of character studies, yeah. but I just don't want it to slow so- and furious. That's what you should call it. Sure, and I just don't want it associated with Secret Invasion because I love it so much. It just makes me mad sometimes.
3: It's barely anything related to Secret Invasion. It's just nobody's doing nothing. There scrolls There's scrolls no in it.
1: There's no invasion.
2: No one's invaded anything. No, as he screamed, is, "There's I, over a million scrolls." No, this
0: is like a weird take for me because I feel like there's enough invading. That's not my problem with the show. There are people who have it's taken. It's not it... secret enough for you. That actually is my problem. Is that there are so scrolls canonically when you shoot them and they die, mm-hmm. they revert back to their alien form. There right. are bodies littered everywhere. Mm-hmm. And no one has picked up. Yeah, over one of a million,
2: them? I believe it was said. So that's a great point. Honestly, like
0: there are so many. And also, anytime courses.
2: they're showering, which we found out, they're always in scroll form. Yeah, I think she just wanted <laughs> to do that. We, she wanted us to be see her sexy. That was hot.
1: Wasn't mm-hmm. uh,
0: sure. So uh, we got a uh, Ben Mendelssohn and Daenerys having a conversation about terrible the,
1: conversation. Yeah, hated uh-huh. it.
0: about the future of the scrolls. Uh, Kaylin, why don't I direct this to you? <laughs> Do you think you can come up with a better plan for where the scrolls can go, how this could be resolved geopolitically that isn't as naive as like, well, if, you know, if we just do enough for them and then give away all of our bargaining power, they'll have to respect
1: us. It's very, I know I keep bringing up Simpsons references on this episode and I'm not, or uh, this podcast, but I'm not going to stop. It's when Milhouse says, if I just keep doing nice things for Lisa, she'll finally respect me. Yeah, And that's what this felt like. It's like. And Gaia was like, understandably, that's your plan. I should have stuck with Tal. Oh, not Talos. Uh, with yeah. uh, uh, and she even was like,
2: "Hey, graphic. it's proven. It already works. What are you doing?" She has a point. No just
3: one the, has a point in this the show. Dr- frustrates not me.
2: Secret enough.
0: Yeah, because a lot of the points or will ultimately like. Nick Fury has this weird, like, racism exists, and therefore we shouldn't try to kind of, like, live together type mentality. Graphic is like, well, I'm going to just take over the world and kill everyone because there's no way we can peacefully coexist. And there's no meaningful other option that is being presented, uh, thought of.
1: It, It feels very much like old school Magneto versus Professor X without any nuance. Yeah. And it's like it's like a dumb person's interpretation of what happens with the X Men, and that's what this shows is starting to feel like, and it, it's really frustrating. How me. does
3: Gravic think, with the current structure of multi uh, multinational structure of the world, that one million anything's can make a functional society? Are they just going to decide it's we're just doing New York, DC, I and think, that's it? I think the imagination ignoring is the
0: rest. If you had a, a no million super scrolls, that theoretically you could like in the same way that you might be able to overthrow a government with a relatively small population of people mm-hmm. that you could take over all the highest level positions but it is a logistical nightmare when but you kind if of were trying
1: to st- create nuclear war that's going to kill that many people and there's only a million people left the scrolls can survive a nuclear that's that's fair, that's fair how to Clark's point how do you sur- how do you sustain a world with only a million people and, no
0: you well, go back to you go back to being farmers but here's the thing is that Our, what they want they, with, said, with that. they said that they said that specifically
2: powers? remember when Talos was wearing overalls um no mm-hmm. the <laughs> n- no can they actually behave with humans in this and no. this version, I
1: don't. N- I have not seen any hybrid. Yeah, because um,
2: in theory, the population is probably going up too. Unless
1: there's a Nick Fury Jr. that's coming up that's half scroll. <gasps> half oh my god!
2: Did I just solve the puzzle? You so- yeah, not not it's a puzzle, just an but invasion. Yeah.
0: Um, so Rhodey is a scroll. Cool. How is that reveal for you?
2: <laughs> Very. Like it was sort underwhelming. of imp- it it was underwhelming. It sort of implied, and then it was sort of, and then they did it. Yeah. it should, yeah.
3: That should be a, a cliffhanger, not a start of an episode. I
1: agree. Well, I guess the phone call was a cliffhanger in the last episode. Yeah, still yeah. Not good enough. Not not, not good enough. Good enough. <laughs> but I will give. Um, uh, what's the actor's name who plays Rody? Um, um, why can I think of his no, name? Just go on. Yeah, uh, he. I think he was having a really good time hamming it up as a bad guy. Because he doesn't get to do that very much, yeah. and he's been so, like, straight-laced in the MCU. Yeah, I,
2: I like to see another side of him. That was a little bit more fun than being like, Tony! Yeah. Tony!
1: So, like, and he, okay. To, Don, Don Cheadle. Don Cheadle, yep. thank you. Uh, and so,
2: he's been a scroll the whole time, right? Ever since he was introduced back in. We do not in, know. We don't know yet. I think we'll probably get one episode where we get, like, maybe the, uh, so it'll do a flashback again of when he converted but when he did the switch he did the old switch uh, reel. my guess is civil war i think
0: this is I one know. of the problems I love that. of the show which is it does not it doesn't for a spy thriller it does not want to create tension in any way it doesn't want it's to not a thriller have payoffs or reveals like if martin freeman's character in it has been a uh, uh a scroll the whole time how how am I supposed to believe that? How am I supposed to believe Rhodey is a scroll the whole time? They're not willing to show other parts where that character. What like is there permanence? Is there confusion? None that, of that existence. That's
2: why this show doesn't work in this model because it's completely changed the dynamic of what made the comic so good. Because mm-hmm. now they're just like. Jessica's the sh- scroll, and you're like, who's Jessica? She's the receptionist. You're like, no one fucking cares at this. It
0: could have. I think it would have been just as effective. I mean, maybe to have a scene where Rhodey just before like talking to Tony Stark transforms or something. Yeah, but you don't even need that. I think if you literally just flashed back through all the points, like the point at which I hope that that happens. scroll character had taken over. Yeah, that you could have just shown like clips from all the other movies, and you're like, oh shit, since then. That person has been a scroll.
2: That is the reason why the comic is good. Yeah, I want that to happen. I don't think it will. They're
0: not gonna do that. They're
3: not gonna hobble. Him. D- he's gonna have another movie. He's gonna have that damn T V show, whatever they change it to. Is it a movie teal show? Wars. I don't remember what. Yeah. He's uh, he's gonna be fine.
1: Yeah. I really do hope this the show leads to like a dark rain type uh, uh storyline yeah. in the MCU, and I'm worried that it won't. I think it'll be too self contained. Yeah. It'll lead into the Marvels. It will may
2: lead mm-hmm. into Armor Wars, and that's about it. Maybe lead into Thunderbolts. It should can, lead into Thunderbolts. Yeah, but that would be satisfying. Can,
3: can but. he have been a Skrull ever since Terrence Howard left the role? Somebody <laughs> made that so point stupid. on the internet. That'd and be everyone's great. Like, everyone's like, oh, wait, it he was hilarious. totally different looking, and yeah. we just kind of forgot.
1: Terrence Ho- uh, Howard just shows up yeah. at the end. And he's like, I'm back, y'all. Can you imagine?
3: some people right? fucking great.
1: <laughs> would really Can't good. stand him. He's a
3: piece of shit. Any other stupid thoughts? just Nightmare.
1: Uh what, there's what, two more episodes of this? There's
0: two more episodes. I, th-
3: I thought is that um I was looking at the cast list, not cast list, but character list, and um there's so many rando scrolls they put in there, just names mm-hmm. that are just from nowhere. They're like, oh, this character was one issue of Black Bolt's Zoop- number Plop. one series. Yeah. Da, 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 da. <laughs> they, there aren't enough famous scrolls except for like the Dorek family. Try are the, the ones they've right already now. commented on the fact that they're in space. Right. The the more interesting line of scrolls are not being used currently. because oh. they 'Cause mm-hmm. they're gonna use them for better stuff.
0: I mean, I like that Extremists came back. I mean, the problem with it was that it was like unstable in humans, but scrolls, their body is able to sure. kind of handle that transformation. I thought that was fun.
1: That's an interesting, that's a decent like continuity point. I like that. I like that. Um, uh, graphics like powers like look like roots. We, which we saw like in the previous episode, yeah. that was one of the power sets that he was trying to adapt mm-hmm. and to become super scroll. I think that's, I think that's neat. Um, but it's, it's not enough to keep me. I don't, every time, every week I watch this episode, I'm like, I gotta watch it to review on this podcast. Yeah. I am not looking forward to it. It is a fucking slog and a chore.
0: Yeah. All right, let's move on to X-Men, the animated series. It's season four, episodes nine and ten, One Man's Worth, part one and two. Uh, Master Mold is screwing with the past with the help of Trevor Fitzroy and Bantam, Mm -hmm. who are able to go back in time and successfully kill Charles Xavier. Bishop and Shard travel back to a present 1992, where they find an apocalyptic post-Charles period and a married Storm and Wolverine. They travel back to save Charles, fail, then travel to a new future to discover Master Mold Reign Supreme. Oh. They make one last trip in a risky time travel machine, save Charles, and the future, but end Storm and Wolverine's relationship. Oh. All right. So many crazy time travel things happened in this episode. What was your favorite?
1: I would say, the I, I really didn't enjoy this two-parter, so I'll start with that. I think my favorite part of it was in part one, when it's just this batshit, like, uh, like, the mutants versus the sentinels and all these other superhuman beings, and it's, like, like old man Magneto who's got the most jacked fucking arms, and you've got, like, giant man running around, like, fighting the mutants. That shit was cool.
0: I was
2: eating that
0: up. Yeah, all the ATATs that, running around. Yeah. Oh, my God, they were <laughs> at-hats for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: Uh. That is so true. Um, I enjoyed which uh, mutants they were picking also for that. Also, the Avengers do show up, like you said, Kalen. Yeah. That is the only time that an Avengers team shows up. Yeah. Was Iron and Man the- green? Yeah, There <laughs> yeah, was well, some there were color just, choices. And then yeah. Captain America wasn't. A bit, there I was think some...
3: they, they're saying that America's not really America anymore because Captain America was wearing some other fucking. Yeah, yeah. he was like outfit. wearing a B costume or something. Mm-hmm.
2: It looked like just a B on his chest or something. It made no sense. <laughs> fa- Instead of
0: an A, a B. <laughs> Uh, Cark, your favorite time travel thing?
2: I was
3: just going to say, character-wise, what he said was that the amount of times we've seen copycat in this television show is crazy. Really? We saw her twice this <laughs> month. Icon. Twice this month. It's That's a- how you got it start. And we've seen Havoc one time, and he got hurt. <laughs> <laughs> they're, so, they're, Shard has been more important to this series I than wanna, Havoc ever has. I yeah. really want
2: to pick apart those cameos because I do love them so much. There yes. was so much. Night, Nightcrawler got to actually have a role. Yes. Thank God. Not um, just
1: German villagers coming for him.
2: When they're about to time travel, they go out of their what appears to be some sort of rabbit cubby hole. Like they just like come out and they're talking, and Sinister's in the background, and he's just going, just light is just coming yeah. out of his hands. It's cool. What is that? I don't know.
0: He has he's been doing that. Oh, when? wait, Wait, like, what? When he did that in the uh, the I want to uh, fuck around with uh, Gene and Scott island episode he was firing lasers from his hands it's stupid wow i was wondering why it happened the,
2: the erasure of dazzler in the these series like, like this series wait does
0: anyone have light related powers well, they made the shows
3: of, of giving her the wrong hair color and no one wants to use her
2: well she does look bad in that hair yeah. color um she's a bleach blonde and everyone knows my
0: favorite time travel moment was when mother mold is like you'll record it and mother- then come, you'll master come mold. back master mold yeah. mother, <laughs> mother <laughs> mold <laughs> mother mold's the one in space <laughs> yes Mastermold is like, all right, you'll record stuff, you'll show it to me, and then if I deem it real, I'll, you know, give you riches beyond your belief. So, here's a guy that you can drain his powers from. Yeah. Fitzroy drains the guy's powers and goes, <gasps> oh, he'll recover in a day, and Master Mold goes, ah, whatever. No, whatever. <laughs> and that was Kind of gay. That was it. it
1: Speaking yeah. of gay, I was really attracted to Fitzroy in this. Oh, I, the, thought the, these, I thought you were going to
0: say Bantam. I thought you were going to say Mother Mold. <laughs> okay, Fitzroy <laughs> Master is, <Mold. laughs>
2: Guys, we got to talk about Mother. No, we got to talk about Bantam and Fitzroy's relationship. Yes. Oh, gay as Barry, what? Very
0: Gaston and yes. 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 It's yeah. A, yeah. It's
2: literally almost modeled after, has Bantam ever really be- had a presence in the comics? Not a bit. Uh, if he has, well, a big one.
1: He
3: used to, and then they stopped using him because... He- it was pointless. Because he, um, he was in May green face. Yeah. using
2: Fitzroy yeah. as well. Yeah. They did all did those... the scrolls were offended by his green face. <laughs>
0: How did those two team up? <laughs> I don't, where I don't did remember. they find like, Grinder? Where did this like? Yeah.
2: Where did he find? In that the comics,
3: bottom? he literally just screams at him the entire time. Like he means nothing to him. He just constantly is berating him. No, yeah, but it's like Gaston. He
2: yeah. like affectionately grabs his arm in such a sensual way. Yeah, of, like, what are we gonna do, Fitzroy? He's a little
3: protective of this one.
2: Um, Old timey.
3: My favorite thing about this, um, and you were talking about time travel and stuff, mm-hmm. is the fact that it all hinged on Mastermold just deciding to kill Fitzroy. Yeah. The entire thing was just not Fitzroy even wanting to like help them. At the end, he just like, okay, sure, I guess I'll give you this little thing and just say don't kill him. Yeah. I've been recording myself the Be- whole time. Yeah, here. because <laughs> I'm I'm gonna get murdered. And I, it, it was still it wasn't like a um shoot, what's the word I'm going for? Not not sacrifice. Anyways, it was not a turnaround as a human being. What's the word I'm going for? It doesn't. Um, it, so he wasn't doing it for, it's not. it was only for self-preservation and not even really that. It was just kind of like a lame. Yeah, it, yeah. yeah, that's the word I'm going if, for. Not even slightly change of heart. Which,
1: I mean, uh, self-preservation, fine. I, that tracks with that Fitzroy's sense. character. Um, so I have a question. So did this premiere after Age of Apocalypse in the comics...
2: There's something weird about it. This is a different interpretation of it. I think it came out right around the same time because it's a complete reversal or something like that.
1: It, it it's very like tangential from Age of Apocalypse. Yes. And in one, pa- not panel, but in one scene, you see like Sabretooth and Wild Child, and they're wearing totally yeah, and the Colossus. AOA, and, and Colossus, yeah, and they're wearing I the AOA costumes. And I think Sunfire
2: is in his Age he of is. Apocalypse. He is. One, okay. too. Yeah. So it's so it so must have been after
1: the comic. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So Storm and Wolverine are together at last. I kind of live,
1: baby. Oh, it's
2: great.
0: Yeah, well, yeah. So what did you think of this relationship? What did you think about it in it?
2: I was bawling at the end. you? When they're like when they were doing the, the same music, but it was like dramatic, like sad music. I think yeah. It was kind of sad that they didn't remember the rest of A surprisingly it, sweet it, moment. It kind of gave me almost like Doctor Who vibes of being like, He's underquin. To love. They've loved each other in other storylines, but not this. Yeah, one. Yeah, like, they did yeah. that with um
3: with uh, Donna Amy Noble po- and and um the guy in the library.
2: Also, Amy Pond and old Rory or whatever. Yeah, so. yeah.
3: Meh. Fuck the two of them.
2: One of my my favorite scene
1: <laughs> is when uh <laughs> Don't like. Professor X it was Professor who says there's somebody here who doesn't want this to exist and 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 they all look at Wolverine. And it's like yeah. I want
2: to stay with Storm, but that doesn't mean I'm going to sabotage the mission. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a very human S- moment for him. Such a not baby faced man he's ever looked. He still looks 35 when he's in college. Seriously, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh <completely. laughs> wow, fuck, man. Um,
0: 40. Yeah, you like hit 25 and you don't age anymore. Yeah, correct. But I did think it was funny that like the mission was originally save Charles Xavier but then also became convinced Charles Xavier that mutants deserve to be treated like human beings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like we've got to also like, we got to travel back in time to save MLK. And also it's we have like, to convince MLK that it's important to fight for civil rights. <laughs> Do
3: you know what I like is the fact they like Fair. actively talk about color is like the color of someone's skin in there. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like usually when, it's just,
2: you when know, when Bishop under. and Storm are being uh, like basically like, Oh, but not their kind. They're like, Storm is like, really? She's like, this is really stupid. Yeah, Yeah. you guys really.
0: Uh, At one point, Charles said, "I just want to start a family," and a random guy that he was talking to goes, "Well." I have no reason to question your motivations and then turns and walks away. <laughs> hey, I think more people should be like that.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: agreed.
0: It's just like, I need the character to say I have no reason to question your motivations. Why don't you just put that you know and we'll come qu- back later?
2: You know who questioned everyone's motivations? Moose and Rocco! They show up in both episodes and they just come in and they just start beating the shit out of everyone. I hate those guys.
3: I was questioning the motives of why um, Professor Xavier hasn't told Wolverine and Storm that they were ever together. It's not like he he remembers all that happened yeah. in yeah. the other universe. Because well, he's, he's he, a dick.
0: Yeah, it's very, very weird. Because <laughs> well, yeah, the last line is like something like... Because we also have the 9-11 He just kind of weird smile <laughs> <Whoa. laughs> It's that he knows the future, right? And he's, doing, he's making sure that all the future stuff that happens... Has to happen. So he knows Morphe Does more he fris- know
3: they have 9 11?
0: He knows that Morpheus. Fris- uh, what I'm saying is. I think this is pre nine eleven. It's like like uh, Steve Rogers' nine eleven. Like He knows that 9 11 happened and then did nothing to yeah. stop it. And he loves it, yeah. Uh, But with Charles, it's did like. Did 9 11 happen in, in the Marvel Universe? Yeah, because we've seen New York a bunch without the uh, World Trade Center. But maybe what? that just never we existed. Talked about this. Maybe that just never existed we in the Marvel Universe. have talked about this universe. about a thousand times on podcasts. Huh. We, we got to do it again. The comics are
3: the
1: MCU.
2: In the MCU.
0: Oh.
1: Yeah. I
0: don't Guys, know. So what, this
3: but is, not in the animated series. They might have Hold just on. never existed. 9 11 didn't happen no, in the no. animated
0: we got, series. They talked about it. We, we, on this podcast, have talked maybe a hundred times. I feel there's a
1: Mandela effect going on. I don't on right think. Now. It, do <laughs> any
0: of us remember this? I don't think I remember no. talking about 9 11. This 9/11 is not a 9 11 podcast. 9 in Adam, the animated series. Anyways. I, I feel like I'm going crazy. Okay, you Listeners, look, if you agree that we've I, talked on podcast about I think you how Steve back. Rogers traveled <laughs> back in time and just stayed there and could have prevented 9-11. Like, oh, you're talking about Endgame
1: when he goes back. Yes, oh. but, but not the animated series. Right,
0: sure. But I'm just saying that the problem is you know some terrible things are going to happen, and yet you just allow the flow of time but to because go. Because
2: if you change anything in the time, like, it could screw something up. Why Why is this? My father told me that on my wedding night. Why is this
0: stupid fucking timeline so fragile that everything turns bad? No Can matter you, what happens. Do you happens. think the world,
2: Kalen's brought this up a lot of times, do you think the world would be different if 9-11 didn't happen? What? I brought it up many times. <laughs> <laughs> what? Kalen, anyway. you're, always, you're always saying
0: that
1: off
2: file. Yeah, I really am.
0: Uh, I th- I think my point stands. Charles did know, did nothing about it. He's a problem. Uh, end of story. No, right. but
2: at the end, they they like they're like, oh, we're just at a picnic again. And it was a he Challenger just explosion goes, for Charles. He just goes, I guess we'll never know. Yeah. But you do. Like he's so shitty. Yeah.
1: Yeah, he sucks. Charles Xavier it. sucks. He's great. Magneto's right.
0: Extra, extra, read all about Charles it. Charles Xavier's a dick.
3: I guess so. Uh, so at 8.30 in the morning, Pacific Time, on Friday the 13th is when you're hopefully listening. Uh, the Screen Actors Guild and the American Federation of Television and Radio Artists, which are sag after, are going on strike. Much like the Writers Guild has been doing so over the last 71 days, they're striking over the loss in residuals due to there being no proper deal over streaming rights and streaming payments. Uh, unexpectedly, the main issue mean is uh, the fact that if, uh, um, artificial intelligence has kind of like taken over the entertainment media's mind. Uh, chat gpt's sudden mass usage um, trying to fight the writers guild and the unnecessary um, excuse me on the necessary defensive as the writers writer's guild are the actors meanwhile are fighting over image rights that are being used in perpetuity um, to try to make actors almost pointless except for the one go they do at the beginning Um, so Fran Drescher, weirdly, aka the nanny, is the president of the Screen Actors Guild, and she's kind of a conservative mess usually. But in this case, she's actually on the right side. Um, she called. She said that according to these studios, groundbreaking AI proposal is that they um, the background performers should be able to be scanned when they go in and be paid for one day's work, and then forever, the companies can use those scans to be background characters for any movie ever created afterwards. <laughs> Which is fucking wild Um, With no consent and no compensation And she said If you think that's a groundbreaking pose I suggest you think again um, so currently actors, now that there's a strike, they cannot work on set in any capacity. They cannot do any off-camera work, including ADR, trailers, promos, voice acting, singing, and narration. They cannot do any photo work, background work, standing work, rehearsals, auditions at all. They cannot do any interviews, tours, personal appearances, cons, premieres, award shows, social media. I don't know how that's working. Panels, as I said, or podcasts. Finally, they cannot take or schedule any new jobs or approve their likeness for any new jobs. This is a boon for the writers who, according to studio insiders, were supposedly purposely going to be starved out yeah. where they wanted them to like wait till they were going to lose their homes and livelihoods until yeah. they came crawling on their knee, hands and knees to make a deal. Uh, the studios, I've as previously said, had a backlog of scripts but yeah. now that doesn't matter because there's no actors to use that backlog of scripts. Um, some original finished scripted material exists but are ready to air but I don't know. They're, they're holding them back because they're going to have to show something. And the next 2024 is just going to be fucking hell escape of reality television with some animation because animation writers and voice actors are not part of these, um, I said reunions at anyway, right? rate, uh, any of these uh, deals, and we're going to get a shit ton of foreign imports because Netflix loves the Korean television shows because they sell well, and Netflix is the only media s- uh, site or anything that's actually going to be doing well after this. Um. Yeah, what's going on? What do you guys think? I think you, um, oh.
1: You. well, I. Stop. I you underline this perfectly when, now that the actors are involved, it's going to force the studios uh, and producers to come to the negotiating table a lot, lot easier. Because hmm. this is true of any kind of movement involving large numbers of people. The more they get involved, the more you realize, oh, people in masses have much more power than the people who Claim who quote unquote have power.
3: There's only eleven thousand writers in the guild. There's one hundred sixty thousand actors,
1: actors in their guild. Yeah.
3: Also, the directors shut the bed with their approving their their deal it, with last it's, month. It's so wild. With the studios
2: that they're not giving. They're just not. I know. I know the. Companies are losing money right now, and they don't know how to like pivot. But this is so fucking stupid. To upset everyone is just such nonsense.
3: I mean, AI AI is the future, except for who knows. No, it's not. Uh, the Did you see the, Indiana Jones? And the, he the, looked yeah, crazy. And the problem is it. that that you he can't copyright AI work, any anything AI. So why would studios want to not not be able to copyright the things they make with AI? Also. Unless in,
2: in they this, get a lot of. Um, in this sorry, world, what? We judges. have what two actors that are acting and then all background talent. So we have like Marilyn Monroe talking to um, Heidi Klum in the background. Like it, they could literally be anything. This would be insane mm-hmm. the way it could go forward. Yeah. I the think, likeness mm. would make no fucking sense.
0: Obviously, a lot of this is just garbage, but the reporting on the actual plan of waiting until September of this year to
3: talk to the to writers ring
0: out the writers and make them just as desperate as possible again it's corporate tactics They're they've got a quote-unquote fiduciary responsibility but what an absolutely dick thing to do mm-hmm. agreed
3: it's just evil
0: and bob eiger uh president I'll be talking about him pre- in a little bit president of disney deserves uh, a lot of hate for what his, he said what he said yep I mean, if you're going to talk about it, can we
3: talk about yeah. it? Yeah, oh, i well, will skip over the other thing. We'll talk about it. What did he say to uh, regarding that? I'll yeah, talk what did he say to you, stuff. Brent?
0: So he called me. And what did he say? <laughs> he said, you're unbound. In
3: regards to the actor strike, what did Basically, he say? Basically,
0: he was saying that all this, they're, they're just being completely unreasonable, and mm-hmm. that there's, no, there's no ground for what they're arguing for. They
2: just want to be paid. And it's like,
0: right. I can't, it's so hard to, I, I'm glad that they've reached a point, a breaking point, because... There is no good faith counter when someone says, "Just trust us. We won't abuse the contracts that we write up for you guys. You guys can just trust that Maybe we're talos not going talos to. That's what they said last week was literally, "Trust us. We'll do the right thing for you." Seriously, it is the talos. It's the talos, uh, talos strategy. Talos, the gambit. Uh, the Talos cheap attorney. Don't worry, guys. They promise they're never going to use you like yeah. this forever.
1: No money down. Uh,
0: just despicable. I mean, come on. It's you're awful. you're. If you do not sound like a reasonable person, we cannot talk to you reasonably.
3: Yeah. So, yeah. In one day, Bob Iger has done, like, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And this was the fucking ugly of it all, where he, you know, basically shat on the actors. Um, the, good the good is the fact that he's still fighting um, DeSantis, because DeSantis is now saying that he's basically, like, sexualizing children and... In, in Marvel and D- I mean in all Disney products yeah and Bob Iger is like yeah. that's bullshit and you're bullshit so that's yeah. the only good thing that's come out of the day for him. you know
1: I will give Iger credit for that because Disney has taken a hit from the the war with DeSantis they really have like um, did mm-hmm. you guys see the Wall Street Journal's article that show that uh like the numbers at Disney World are dwindling yeah as a result of this I did not it's, see it's uh, Disney is getting caught up in the culture war stuff and there are folks on the right who are just truly boycotting Disney in the in a way that they never did before in the '90s or the '00s, when you remember seeing those boycotts.
0: It's uh, gonna be
3: cheaper for me when I go to Disney.
1: There, well, well, that's the goal. upside. <laughs> yeah,
3: <laughs> force them out. I go in February anyways, where it's very cheap.
0: I mean, the fact that they closed Millennium World. What is it called? Galaxy Quest. What's the way? What is that <laughs> terrible <laughs> <hot> center? <laughs> no, 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 that, the, that um, the Star Trek. Star Wars.
1: Oh, the Star Wars Star thing. Oh, the it was Star Wars. The, the uh, hotel. Yeah. Uh, the well, they're charging, Star they are charging like thousand
3: yeah. dollars a night for that. Plane. No, I
0: believe they're cutting. They're they're shutting down their whole uh, Star Wars section. Their they're they're whole, their whole. What? You better the not galaxy's shut, Edge. They're not shutting that. You whole, know, right? if they shut no, down, they, I believe that they are. If they
2: shut Google down the whole. All right, I'll
0: Google it. Well, yeah, we do live. They, reporting. they are. They, <laughs> they're fully <laughs> shutting <laughs> down. Well, we Investigative reporter
2: We need
1: to get here. Don
0: Cheadle on, on the ball quickly. Yeah, I'm gonna
1: start calling you Lois Lame.
0: I'm um, so. Uh, I see, what? it says right here, Disney in my Google search, Disney shutting down Galaxy Quest. <laughs> Did
2: you just Google that and it actually said Galaxy no? Gu- no, it's not Galaxy Quest. You fucking idiot! <laughs> <laughs> it's not Galaxy. They're Quest. shutting. They're Galaxy shutting down. down. Alan Rickman it's, it's, television what's show. What's
0: the interactive thing
2: that's in Disney? <laughs> so it's the original movie. Ah, uh,
0: so it is only the hotel. Yeah, the Star. No, no
2: it's not ga- just the hotel. There's uh, there's an interactive Disney. Th- experience that they have there where you would go in and play interactive games and stuff like that they're closing that down that's the part of the hotel
0: though yeah it's the galactic star cruiser
2: it's not no there's another thing no no, no
0: it's like a restaurant in the hotel you've <laughs> never been to disney and you'll never can read, be
2: at disney and you'll never want to be at I, disney I,
0: I give it the people what they came here for someone reading google headlines <laughs> that they just searched for but it,
2: they're just things that you've typed in um, okay, what else did Bob? Bi- yeah, so I say? just said the good and the
3: ugly. Uh, the bad, I guess, is moderately bad. Is that Disney CEO Bob Iger, as I said, believes that Disney Plus Marvel series have diluted focus and attention from the Marvel brand, claiming He's not they wrong. are, yeah, the reason for low box office. They are the primary reason for low box office more than anything reason. else. And he blamed ex CEO Bob Chapek for leaning too hard in Marvel brand and greenlighting too many pro- projects. And Disney's going to pull back on new Marvel shows with less spending on them and less of them.
1: I mean, I think this that's sucks. generally a good thing. I think less is more. We've had a glut of stuff, and it's definitely diluting the quality uh, overall, but I think there's other reasons why the quality has dwindled. I
3: mean, yeah, some have not been good.
1: There's that, and also, I've talked about before, Kevin Feige, he's getting a string of bad luck with like two of his major actors who are going to be like uh, the big yeah. bad and an anti-hero slash hero have been have serious allegations against them. But that's
3: before... That's I mean, that's after the stuff he's talking about.
1: No, it is, but that's also part of like that's like all the like all of it hitting forward, the yeah. MCU at once. It's mm-hmm. just it is what seemed like a juggernaut, no pun intended, that will like always be sustained. Sustainable. It's unsustainable now. It's been fifteen years and finally we're starting to see like cracks in the armor. Of course. I don't think
0: it's unsustainable, but I I mean, to me it feels like this is an important reckoning. That you were not, you, you were not at the printing, the money printing press you thought you were at before. Yeah, that you can't just make properties that, no matter what quality you put into it, as long as you reference enough of the right characters and have enough of the out- backgrounds that people like want to see, that you'll get revenue from people.
2: You still got to do quality stuff. Exactly. I don't think they're gonna be at
3: their height again until the X Men come in.
2: I would agree. I would probably I agree. think there's going to
3: be a level of threading water until that point. They're going
2: to slog along and they're going to expedite certain things to go through secret in uh not secret invasion, secret w- wars. wars. Yeah. And then after that they're going to be like, "Baby, the X-Men are back" because they're going to have to expedite this mm-hmm. because I'm sorry that their their new characters they're not lasting in the way they My- want to be.
1: Prediction. I agree with everything. My prediction, uh, you just said, my prediction is that, like, James Gunn's uh, DC verse is going to be moderately successful. I know. And the spin will be it's like all the attention and energy is over here yep. in DC while Marvel is dwindling. They will
2: fast-track the X-Men. You're a thousand percent, right? Also, I it mean, was it called Disney <laughs> Quest is what l- closed down. No
3: one's fast-tracking anything <laughs> with everyone With
2: everyone, <laughs> Everything's shutting down. <laughs> <Yeah>. it, was, <laughs> yeah. it was called Disney Quest, and it was a, a very fun interactive experience, but
3: uh, it's so not very big.
0: Sorry, No one ever Sorry. heard of it.
3: Speaking of the dilution and focus and attention away from Marvel brand now, um, what shows do you think should have never been made or made into movies, and what movies should have been television? What should movies just, to just clean the fuck out of this. She-Hulk should have been a to, movie. To have streamlined this, I don't think that's possible.
1: No, I think She-Hulk should have been a show. I think She-Hulk was good. She-Hulk
2: should have been good. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> In terms of the CGI and stuff.
1: I think Loki could have been a movie.
0: Hawkeye but probably could have been a movie.
3: Yeah,
1: Yeah, I agree with that.
3: I think, uh-huh. not that I don't want it to happen, I don't think Agatha... Coven of Chaos or whatever should exist. I agree. I think they should have introduced Wiccan in the Scarlet Witch one. Yeah. if that, that That's most likely. I mean, I don't know, but that's going to be the main through line of that going forward. Also, Echo obviously shouldn't hap- have ha- ever happened. Echo and is
2: very... Dedicated. Ironheart, what, no what, fucking They're point. trying to go niche with Echo, though. In The the fans that love Daredevil and all that, they're trying yeah, to also I get have that, But Echo, but it, it's not sustainable. But
1: also, Echo, I think, is a... I mean, I could be wrong. Echo could be a f- Phenomenal show But I think yeah. Echo Was a great Like secondary character No one's gonna like it And you know She's not No one's gonna th- like it I'm sorry It's, it's not, not if it's She's great. not popular enough I think to like Keep her own show And I don't think She's charismatic enough To like carry her own show I
3: mean I I I, I want to watch it But I, I'll watch true. it Yeah uh, I mean, part, and the, the, These two I just said Ironheart and Echo Haven't come out yet But just the thought Of it coming out For people I think It's just a kind of a slog. They're like, oh okay, we had to watch two more fucking television
2: shows this year in order to get to this point.
1: Moon Knight uh, should have been a movie or nothing at all. Yes, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. yeah Especially yeah. with having the star talent that they had. Hundred percent should not have been a television show. Jesus as, Christ. as
0: fans of this stuff, we we want stuff like Echo to be really successful, to surprise us, and mm-hmm. to be, you know, gra- not necessarily groundbreaking, but just really good television. And I think that if you're putting it on a streaming service. The problem you face isn't just is this good television, but is it so good that people are talking about it that you're getting them to convince people who were not subscribers to become subscribers? It's like the
1: and or effect.
0: And it is so much harder to push your TV show to that level, also, and you've got to do it consistently.
1: WandaVision p- was the one that did it, but it, it was all did. diminishing. But also, that was dying. the
2: start of the pandemic, so people were yeah. dying for content Low-key,
3: at that point. Oh, whatchamacallit. Oh, we forgot about that one. Falcon and Winter Soldier mm-hmm. should have been a movie at best.
0: Yeah. That existed. It should have been a brochure. <laughs> <that> you, <laughs> you got. Well, it's full, a synopsis. Well, yeah. Yeah. Been, yeah, It,
3: it should have been attached to whatever the next Falcon and Winter Soldier movie, TV yeah. show is going to be, Captain America.
2: They should just make these into short little films and then just do, like, triple feature and just do, do like... Done it, like, and werewolf do like by,
3: by night, just 45-minute throw it like, it out and there. Put I them, would love that. And yeah. put them
2: in theaters and just do a back-to-back. Remember how... That would be cool. well, like greenhouse. De- yeah, exactly. The like greenhouse. did that,
1: yeah. Yeah, a greenhouse did not do well in theaters at all. No. It didn't at all. Well, I it watched was, it. I loved
3: so it. So explain they should that. should have done that, though. I <laughs> <laughs> Well, because one was good Got and one me. was bad, right? Uh, yeah,
1: I thought, yeah, I thought Death Proof De- was good and Planet Terror was bad. See,
2: different. See, um, different. See, I f- felt differently. Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, the know? last thing, well, as I just said, this movie's not going to be coming out for a while because of filming it, all unable to be filmed. Uh, we saw the costume for Wolverine in Deadpool 3. it just appeared. And it's full yellow and black, but there's long-ass sleeves. So we're not going to see his guns.
2: I'm, I'm seeing blue.
3: Am I wrong? Is it? It's
1: blue. It's yellow and blue. It's blue.
3: Uh, well, it's yellow and blue. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> Yell, yellow and navy. It's yellow and navy. So, so it's there were some other
0: photos that were released. No, we're not doing that. There were some other photos that were captured of this fight scene that was filmed between these two.
2: I know. Do you, uh, you want to reveal what I it don't, is? I don't don't know. reveal it. I don't think, it think it I will. I don't think I will.
0: Okay. But there's, there's some pretty, pretty, pretty that I would say don't Google you're going to get a sense of what this movie is going to be all about. Oh, I
2: didn't Google it at all. I don't yeah. even know what you're talking about. I'm yeah. glad I don't know. Yeah. Don't ever tell me. Google oh. Disney Quest is closing. Yeah. Definitely do that. <laughs> well, yeah, will pop up. And you too can be an investigative and, reporter like Brent. You said like Galaxy Brent.
0: Quest was wrong? Galaxy <laughs> is wrong.
1: Yeah. Uh, one more thing, uh, which is a rumor right now, uh, we'll find out soon enough with uh, Hellfire Gala coming out. It looks like Juggernaut vote, uh, won the X-Men vote. That we is a shouldn't rumor. have said that. Anyways, it's a rumor. It's a rumor. I don't know no, if it's true. No, that's not
0: a rumor. Well, my rumor is that Glob Herman might still have to Oh,
1: he's your dark horse candidate, right? Yeah. Okay.
0: He's not he's definitely not splitting the vote for sure. <laughs>
1: but he is splitting the atom <laughs> yeah. for some reason.
0: All right, let's move on to issues. Uh, that's, you know, that's when we talk about all the stuff that's like current issues to the X-Men. Yeah. It's like it, better help. They come out every Wednesday, you read them, you listen to us. Or you listen to us and then you read them. You can do it in either order. Uh this you can we, do neither. We've got yeah, you could do neither. This <laughs> sure. is the part of the po- this is the optional part of the podcast. You just cut to two hours from now when we do our plugs and then hang up the phone. Maybe you're gonna want to
2: come back for <laughs> hang the up plugs. The phone, is <laughs> you uh,
1: wait a way to really sell this segment, Brent.
0: Hey, look, we've got some great comics this week. It's yeah. Immortal X Men number thirteen, Rogan Gamut number five, X Force number forty two, and Scarlet Witch number six. I'm gonna put a pause here for an, and give you enough time to read them, so that you guys are fully caught up. They're about ten to fifteen minutes. Each, you got so pause. You're, you're you got to pause. You got to pause, Clark, because we're gonna wait for an hour. While is this a,
1: this a moment of silence? Okay. Okay. All right, you
0: guys. Wow. You guys cannot wait for a long time. I don't want and to. That is, <laughs> that's how you fail at a bit. All right. <laughs> immortal Expert Number Thirteen, uh, by Kieran Gillen and Lucas Warnick. Uh, the quiet, quiet council issues abound under the watch of Krakoa, who is fucking <laughs> finished with these dumb motherfuckers. The council is to be disbanded because the poison it has brought to the island has made people doubt its reality. Uh, oh, and uh, Doug got snatched and is being hidden by Krakoa. What? what does this say? Oop and Doug. Oop. Uh, oop. And I, oop. <laughs> and, and, whoop. I thought you spelled oop. dupe wrong. No. I didn't know what was going no, on. No, no, no. You don't. Don't copy edit me. Uh, This was a consequential issue in a long series of consequential issues. Uh, What, what, Kaylin? I know you were so excited about this. Uh, What struck uh, you as most important?
1: uh, I mean, the whole thing. It's hard for Mm -hmm. me to discern what I think is the most important. I think one. I've been looking forward to the Doug issue for a long time. He is sort of like not of the Quiet Council, but of the Quiet Council in the same way is the quietest of the council members. Mm. Um. Yet he can understand what everybody says. (laughs) So stupid. Um, The fact that they made the decision that the Quiet Council has to be disbanded, like, it just feels very, oh, fuck. And Destiny's like, no, this is not a good thing, even though she gets her predictions wrong all the time. She done.
2: And then as soon as that (laughs) happened... I mean, it's oh, definitely. Destiny,
0: what's your power? Is it nothing? Is it
2: your wig is snatch because you're bald as fuck under there, no, bitch? She's got, she's got, a she's got beautiful her. hair. Oh, oh, she's hair. got really pretty hair. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. I'm sorry. Also, do you just mad at her? Hold on, I'm not... Ryan.
0: Do you think scuba divers are all bald? <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> if you wear a mask, you're bald.
1: Also, it's Chekhov's branch because you had uh, Doug basically saying that, oh, if I'm really in danger, Krakoa will protect me, <laughs> and then yeah, at the babe. very end. He gets sucked into the pit, and it's Koko trying to protect him. Were you, baby, it, it, it felt like drag me to hell at the end? It really is. That's a great analogy. Like, it is very much an oh fuck moment. He's it like, was no, so no. good. So, the this only
2: people
3: he's protecting are Sinister, the Struckers, and Doug. Well, you <laughs> know. my
2: dream great, team, great combo, dream team. <laughs> yeah, it's wild. Okay, so this is a great issue, um, very fun. Actually, having him say the fall actually didn't feel too well on the nose. It felt actually fun. Um, to That's actually a good it pun. Was,
0: it was him saying uh, that this means a lot to Krakoa. Yeah. Even though I don't speak tree, I do feel like oh yeah, seasons but probably you matter. Feel, tree. Yeah. In the same way that we might have tons of words for particular emotions we feel.
2: I loved it. It's a, it was a really great issue. I also like that. The people that we enjoy the most reclaimed the the mm-hmm. actual panel, like or pay, or council, council, yeah, and got to do something outside of like all the weird meddling that we had this last issue, because it was redonkulous. Yeah, my Celine favorite, should never get a
3: vote. No, Exodus was my favorite thing about this issue. Very good. He's so a good. fantastic character. He's been so well the last two years. He's just great. like, like, fall, all right, he's so what I should
0: done. do, murder Celine, all right, I'm gonna get started on it. It's like a weird Geiger counter for like radiation. Like, how much do people believe in something? And you're like, that guy is fucking crazy, but I know that if he doesn't believe in this thing, we've yeah. got serious fucking problems. Also,
1: mm-hmm. he That's had my point. favorite moment where he goes, I originally like laughed at a Rocco, but they're fucking right because. They pe- make the most powerful of their mutants to lead us because how the hell's are they going to rule the most powerful? The only reason people like me and Storm follow your fucking rules is because we believe in it. And I've stopped believing in it. Mm. It was such a good moment. Yeah.
2: So good. Yeah. This comic will go down as one of my favorites of all time. Mm-hmm. Thousand percent. Easily. Thousand uh-huh. percent. Easy squeeze.
0: Don't talk about it often. Great cover art. Great cover art! Oh yeah, art. Well, that's uh, um
3: Mark, so good,
0: Mark
1: God. Brooks.
3: Yeah, Mark Brooks is the best.
2: Brooks is color so artist, good. Cover for cover He's art. fantastic.
1: Uh, He's really good on Twitter
0: too. Doug, Doug is looking snatched. He's got a floral print. I'm 100 in.
2: Also, there's something that speaks to me as a longtime comic reader that, like the Bruce final, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> longtime listener, um, just the final final page of all of them just so sort of like posing. Mm-hmm. It's such a comic thing to do that and like action hero thing to just pose like that at the end. It's so iconic and just so cool. And this is just such a moment in time that we'd be like, remember who was on the panel and you just get to see it. It's just well it's and it's really also cool.
0: it's from the perspective of the pit. And it is also Krakoa looking down, at judging all of them. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah.
2: And that's like perspective that way, because comics are very like, you know, just posing their breasts out at the front. But.
1: So do we think that they are going to go to the, I mean, Doug kind of alluded to this, but like a democratic model, they're going to elect their leaders. I'm sure
0: it'll it go great. depends on how
3: the fall goes. Yeah. i sure it'll go great.
0: Yeah. I, I think it's, it was very exciting to see that there was going to be some change in the council because- as I recall, Charles was even saying something at the beginning of all of this that like the quiet council is a temporary thing. We yeah. might figure out some better way of doing this, but this is like our stopgap solution while we try and figure out the and world.
1: Nation building, like he even said it is a is a is a hard and messy thing. He said that early on, I think, in Hickman's X Men run, right after Hawk's pox. And it just shows that like fledgling nations, they have a hard time sustaining whatever governing body it's kind of amazing you know not to get really patriotic about the united states because it's got its problems but the fact that we've been able to relatively keep like a representative form of democracy for Two hundred and fifty years is pretty fucking amazing. We just
0: kept the sins of sinister timeline we were on. We, yeah, we yeah. did. We did. Is, we so, did. not tell anyone about yeah. it.
2: <laughs> so they're they're always voting for their X Men team. Do you think they could yeah. shift to actually doing their leaders instead? Of I hellfire? would. They really still like got to have a party. They'll still feel uh, even if the world it they'll still be like, we're gonna have we're a hellfire gala. We gotta do a gala.
1: They got a Democratic Party, they got a Republican Party, and a big old guy. All, And a Green Party. All, all, all yeah, X Men get destroyed, yep. and
2: they're like, we should probably resurrect Jumbo first, right? Yeah, fashions, just for fashion. Just for yeah. Oh, President
0: Jumbo <laughs> Carnation? <laughs> yeah. I'm here I for I hope that. Bantam runs, Well, wh- What are they going to wear when they get Jeez. out of the egg? <laughs> so
3: president Ireland, Bantam. Ireland has a lot of issues with their government. What I do like is that they, they vote for their parliament, but then they also vote for president who's not really in charge of government, more as a figurehead.
1: So he's like, the, is the, is he's like a model. Like he's head of like state, like, great or dude. This, great figurehead. This, this,
3: this, this old gay man who just like has been doing it for 12 years, just yeah. hangs out with his dogs and just shows up at the White House and just chills.
1: Their PM is also gay. He's, yeah. he's well, like, he, have uh, India yeah,
3: But he's out. He's leaving. Okay. So he's gay a as well.
1: He's
2: and out. They a
0: PM and they have a parliament. Yeah. They're
2: both out. Well, <laughs> well, I guess, the, I guess and the PM goes, are yeah, yeah. acquired yeah, together.
1: India has a president and a PM as well. Yeah. Yeah.
2: It's cool. Should we get one for this podcast? Should we do a president
0: and Should we do a PM?
1: At an AM, yeah. Okay, yeah.
0: All right. Moving on to Rogue and Gambit number five by Stephanie Phillips and Carlos Gomez. Let's
1: not. Let's go back to
2: Immortal. Hey, X-Men. come on! Yeah. Give a give them hey. give them their coins. Yeah.
0: <laughs> with the power of love, Rogue is able to break the power broker's mind control techniques. Uh, the second beta test of his technology failed even faster with the quick death strike and Rogue did something very naughty by hiding Manifold in a swamp with the power broker's tech.
2: But he, she gave her a pillow, though. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> she being Manifold. <laughs> she, she
2: as a Manifold yes. gave her a pi- a glass coffin with a pillow.
0: Yeah. Uh, so is it believable that Rogue would do this kind of thing? Because uh, it seems... She's done worse. It seems pretty bad.
2: She sucked the life out of people before, so I think this is less bad. But she's
0: trying to be good now, right? And enslaving a person... <laughs> And hiding them away seems like a really bad thing to do.
2: I'm glad that be- in the other comics, Manifold is brought up as an important power player. So mm. at least this is connected to something. It's so connected, I'm okay with that.
1: It's connected to it, but this didn't need to be a five issue miniseries. I would have preferred that this was like,
2: like an issue of the X Men. Baby, Wha- they are only yeah. setting them up to have Gambit and Rogue be a romantic comedy in the MCU. This is the only reason why these keep getting rolled I out. I don't even
3: see why these should have been. They should have even. Been in this what series. It, what
2: about the scene where he comes back from a run, though?
1: Mm? Mm. No, mm. it's not worth it mm. enough. How about that uh, recipe for gumbo? You must love that. It <gasps> was a fair. Oh good yeah, recipe. On that.
2: Great, This is a great recipe for gumbo. Oh my god, Brent, will you make this one time?
0: I've made this gumbo for you, literally, minus the filet powder.
2: Well, it, it would feel a, a little different if you put it in. I you don't know. What think, I mean? no, it's
0: not. <laughs> it's not going to change that much. Stop it. The, uh, the only other variation I include is that I, uh, after making the roux and adding the vegetables, I will add beer because I like that.
2: Don't vegetable. make a RuPaul joke, Kalen. I know you were thinking of one. I wasn't. <laughs> oh, okay. But I am is now. That, is that projection? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously.
0: Uh, no. Uh, very good gumbo recipe, 10 out of 10 would include in a comic. (laughs) Actually,
2: can you leave a review on there just saying, like, this is a great recipe. It's a good recipe. (laughs) Comic bad, recipe good. Yeah.
0: It's pretty short. Hey, let's say this other thing about the recipe. It doesn't have a fucking prologue that's eight paragraphs long. Fair. Hey, uh, and so my husband and I were trapped by the power broker, and I was forced to kill an innocent person, but when I really wanted to comfort him, I decided to make this gumbo recipe. (laughs) Do you guys not? Okay. And I, I love despise gumbo those. those. And I and I, I just choose scroll to not.
3: Roll my way down to when I start seeing the numbers. Yeah. Um.
2: Yeah. Anything else about the this? art is phenomenal. Yeah. Cute. It it's, good art. it's cute. It should be applauded. It's cute. That's good art. Yeah.
0: All right. Moving on to X Force number forty-two by Benjamin Percy and Paul Davidson. Don't call it a comeback. It's a ghost calendar. And Quentin has been doing it forever. The X Force gang reaches their final stop, and the qua- and the quest to stop beasts. This time with Beast Nemrod, with some help from our old friend Cerebrax. Um, now that we've reached the end of the arc, any kind of general thoughts about how this all worked out? Whether the, you thought this was worth it?
1: It feels like a weird companion to what's happening in Wolverine, and it's weird because Benjamin Percy is writing both. Because one, I really enjoy, and this sim, I'm just like, eh, meh.
3: Well, I was really enjoying X-Force until this three-issue Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: was Wrapped up too fast? I I just don't think the storyline was particularly engaging for
2: me. I found it weird how, you know, how Sinister used to pop up every once in a while in some weird small little arcs? Yeah. And it's almost like Sinister and Beast have switched things of, like, in terms of, like, I'm a weird geneticist that goes a little too far. Oh, no, I've been stopped real fast. I feel like they're... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's a good point. Somehow they are, like, switched in a way. I... I don't hate it. Um one one plot device that I like that they did in this was we don't need to see the whole fight. So they skip to the end when they <laughs> were just captured. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Deadpool like, just stabs They wanted to do that cool scene where it was just him riding in a yeah. like psionic car. Um and then they're like flash forward to the end.
1: Speaking of Deadpool, I did like oh. the pun of Deadpool as the gesture. I sure. think that was clever.
3: He
2: got to help at the end, right? It's a dumb yeah. idea.
0: it's it's a dumb idea to make your your closest person, an assassin.
3: Fair, yeah. My, I like the best
0: lip
2: sync uh,
1: assassin. <laughs> oh, there's that RuPaul joke. <laughs>
2: uh, Colossus. Oh
3: yes, let's. The speak only on thing that. I feel like really going forward wise is that. Yeah. And I, the fact that he did tell he got as far as to tell Domino to go to his cabin. He didn't say why. Yeah. So at some point, yeah. that's going to definitely show up. Very. I, I'm, I'm about yeah. done with all the. I, I would with like all the Russia stuff. I don't just don't give a shit anymore. I think it's gonna come to a culmination with up, fall of finish X. Finish that
2: up. If Domino's the one to sort of, uh, it makes sense. That's the right character to do it. Yeah. Besides magic, loving their relationship too. I love that this is the one that's maintained with Colossus. It's just the yeah. bizarre one
3: that that kept for since that one X Men. What if she just goes years? to the
2: farm and she's like, Why is there a dead purple woman here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A series of it just dead leaves. purple women. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what a weird crop to grow. So <laughs> is it like
0: all right, so domino goes and she's like wandering around uh-huh. is she lucky to find a body or lucky to maybe that's her power <laughs> she's always lucky yeah, yeah. i mean but, if she wants to save but him, I, what i'm asking is lucky. does luck decide finding a dead body is a good thing for you or a bad thing I,
2: yeah for her i think she's seen enough i think it's fine yeah what's I mean? More? i think it's good because if, if we're trying to save colossus
3: that's what needs to be done yeah
0: fair enough all right, moving on to Scarlet Witch number six by Steve Orlando and Sarah Pacelli. The Last Door has a new visitor, Ganymede, who is the last of her S- people, the art sister. How you say that? Ganymede? Sure. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Ganymede. I Fam- didn't know. Ganymede. I was trying to... I famous... Trying to, I to, oh, would you say it. You know I would say it crazy. I'm not even going to do it here. Come on. Ganymede. That's I wish, it. I wish it wasn't a
3: female because Ganymede, in, in Greek mythology, was a male who fucked Zeus. Yes. Oh. Well, yeah.
0: very, very famous. And so. vice versa. Yeah. Uh Inappropriate relationship. Um, so <laughs> the Arch Sisterhood were killed by Blood Scroll, and the Scarlet Witch uses uh, help from Wiccan and Hulkling to track them down and just commit a little genocide. Just a little, uh, bit. a little bit. So, because it's a Steve Orlando comic, let's play everyone's favorite game. What was the Divas cut, and what was the gayest slut in this comic?
1: I mean, uh, the... I think Wiccan looked like a gay fucking slut.
2: Yeah. He twinked him up. He's like. Twinkier, yeah, Twinkier, (laughs) damn it!
0: (laughs) I want Twinkier pictures of Wicked, and
2: also Hulkling is a little bit. I don't know, maybe I know he's got duties with his kingdom, but it's it seems like he's not hitting the gym as much as he used to. Yeah, not Uh, that he looks fat. I wasn't fat shaming him, everyone.
1: (laughs) I was just going to say, "Wreck me, King," Uh literally.
2: (laughs) He just looks more tight.
0: Like, uh Must be cutting season. Are, who are the are, do we know about the blood scroll Are that new? Is that just blood a blood I scrolls? think it's
3: a thing that's happened before. I didn't yeah. yeah. cuz right. I wasn't that concerned about them ever existing. Like yeah. I feel
0: like the the arch sisterhood and uh the blood scroll feel like they were mentioned in one panel 20 years ago. Yeah.
2: Which I'm okay with him doing. I like yeah, yeah,
1: that. yeah. No, his deep cuts are a lot of fun. I,
2: I kind of like seeing the scrolls like that, too. It's different.
1: Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Like, uh, red, every time, red instead
0: of green. Every time. <laughs> Chris, Christmas color different. Oh, Jesus
1: Christ. Every time you start seeing, like, sort of, like, subcultures within the alien cultures, I really enjoy that. Because it's not monocultures, right? It shouldn't be. The only
0: thing I don't like is that it feels. Because there's a question. Hey,. Some part of your populace has committed a genocide and it kind of taking a step and saying like, oh, no, that's this like crazy sectarian group feels like a little bit of a sidestep. But I ultimately recognize that there's a lot in this where it's about ownership of any of the historical atrocities your your kingdom has committed.
1: Yeah,
2: this is the emancipation of not Mimi, but Scarlet Witch. And do we like do we do we like that? I feel like she's showing a different side of her. I this. love it.
1: I'm loving the characterization it, very much. It
2: makes sense. It's. It's feel like she's getting therapy and going through stuff and trying to deal with the trauma that she did before. Which I I'm gotten is sick how you redeem a character
1: exactly. I'm tired of crazy crazy bitch like Wanda. We've I seen think seeing too it. much, and I I got tired of uh like pretender Wanda too. Fair. Uh, and so Steve is doing something that we haven't seen in a long time is like real superhero uh with a very humane uh uh very humane um you know persona uh Wanda Maximoff. I think it's great.
0: Having the panel of her shocked at uh the blood that scroll kings you know detect decapitation mm-hmm. I thought was a it was a good use of space that hey, maybe Wanda doesn't love what everyone she's helping does ultimately. Yeah. But she's still got good motivations behind her.
1: I also love the interaction with her and with Billy and with Tommy. I think that was really good. I just want to see or her. Teddy, not Tommy. My, yeah, sorry. My
0: sons. She is the real mother mold. Oh, my God. Oh yeah. yeah.
2: She is uh, very much a P-Flag mom, too. She's like, I love them. I love that. they're. I li- love them so much. They're also rulers, but they're like gay. First. Yeah.
0: By yeah. the way, I've got a gay son, who is the emperor of an empire. Yeah. Did
2: I make him up with my magic? Yes. yes. But did, is my but magic gay? gay? Yes.
0: <laughs> I love my magic gay son. I don't have <laughs> chaos magic. I have
2: gay magic. <laughs> Nailed it. Uh, well done.
0: Also, Magneto's back. Oh.
2: I'm excited. Yeah. He looks great. I love him in a pin like that. That's Such my cosplay now. Y- bitch, you should do that. It's phenomenal. Some, Oh,
1: a gray-haired guy in a suit? God, is that a stretch for me?
0: <laughs> Dude. All right, a lot of projection going on this so episode. So I can't find <laughs> anything
3: on the Blood Scrolls, Acro, or the Planet Crawl. So I imagine they don't exist. So this is their my, first. My so planet,
0: planet was
2: blown up years ago.
3: Did planet you, Crawl. You just got a lot of blood monsters
0: <laughs> on you, your planet. Did you check Blood Scroll Quest? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Once again, try Disney Scroll. <laughs> <laughs> Disney Blood
0: Scroll.
2: <laughs> anything else with these issues, guys? Uh, It was, yeah.
1: it was a good a uh, good to great week. With immortal and Scarlet Witch being top of everything. X Force was fine, and uh, Rogan Gambit's over.
2: Thank you for the recap. Yeah. <laughs> oh, as Ooh. always, this was actually really. We were worried this was not going to happen because I did have novocaine. Ryan a- Ryan had
0: novocaine uh, dental work. I had Juice. some dental work, and now I've got rubber bands on my teeth. Yeah. Clark had dental work last week, but he sounds great.
2: Yeah. Um, Kaylin, our strong, our strong Savior, help us. Um, as always, we like to wrap up. <laughs> help, with, us, Kaylin, help, help us, Help us. Help us. You're my only hope. As always, we like to wrap up with a little something we call Plug Me, Daddy, where each of us get a chance to quickly highlight something we've read, seen, or heard and wanted to share with you. Our gaping whole homos. What do you got? Kaylin. I
1: picked up a graphic novel, which I have not had the opportunity to read yet, but it looks beautiful, and it's queer. What's it called? It's called A Boy Named Rose, uh, and it is by uh, written and drawn by a French person named uh, Gael uh, Genier, Genier. And it's, uh, it takes place in Paris in 1920, and you've got a uh, uh, somebody who is male-presenting, but dressed as a woman, who is going to perform at a cabaret in Paris. Um, I... Love Paris. I've been there many times. Uh, I love the idea of a cabaret. Cabaret is my favorite musical of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, it's queer. And the art is absolutely stunning. I haven't read it yet, but I'm really looking forward to just like sitting down on a Sunday afternoon and just devouring
2: it. That's it great. looks great. We should go to the Countess Luann's cr- cabaret one time. Oh, yeah. Just a housewife. You're going to hate it. Okay. okay. I would do that, I though. I got,
0: I got a plug. Uh, it's for a movie called Sanctuary. Um it came out last year, and I cannot tell you anything about it because what telling There's you a sanction on it, it telling sanctuary uh, telling you any details about it would
1: what's ruin it the on movie. can we know that or not yeah know can that? we stream no, no 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 that'll spoil it
0: yeah actually you can't stream it so you have to legally download it but go on how did you watch it I got I've Limar got a, R- I've got a VPN and a website that and I a like VPL views. right now Brent uh it's a very it's a very adult but uh satisfying. It's a it's an intense movie. It's so well acted. The the writing is incredible. I wish I could tell you more about it. Okay. Sanctuary.
2: Sanctuary. Yeah. Is there anyone in it we would know? No. Christopher Abbott from
3: um Girls.
0: Christopher Abbott from Girls. Oh, Wait, who gra-
3: did
2: he play on Girls? He played
3: um what's her name's boyfriend? Um What's the Crazy Bitch? Mar- can you narrow <laughs> that down? Him. The one whose father was a news anchor. Oh, oh,
1: life. yeah, yeah, uh, yeah.
3: Vanessa, uh, not Vanessa Williams, whatever Williams.
1: Yeah, Vanessa Williams. It's uh, yeah, um, yeah. I know you're talking about. Ryan Williams's daughter. Is that oh, right? was he like, the a really cute guy that was her boyfriend? Yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah. The main guy, the main guy and girl, in it are very attractive.
2: Okay, well then I'm in. Yeah, I'll steal it illegally. Okay, Clark, what you got?
3: Um, I didn't have anything until the very last second. I'm just gonna go for since i have up in my family's house a lot. There's this Main Street called Main Street Runt R- Royal. It used to be just complete shithole, just a bunch of a- conservative assholes up there. But it's gotten like super gentrified, which I wouldn't like if it was um, not a bunch of white shithole places. So now it's good. It's got like beer hall and actually a good pool bar and uh, hops. Not hops. Excuse me. What the hell where did I just tell you guys earlier? Mead. Mead, a Ooh. mead place, a yeah. wine place, comic book store that's fantastic. Ooh. Yeah. Yay. So go up there and watch see some good stuff. They've got a lot of, a lot of Marvel Legends figures that are cheap. like cheap standard, by standards. I mean it sounds
0: great for Main Street, but what about Wall Street? What is Wall Street? There's no say Wall about Street it? there.
3: <laughs> There's nothing really there. There's really no, a joke for just
0: KO.: <laughs>
3: I laughed. I don't like Wall Street.
1: <laughs>
0: no um, one does.
2: I would like to plug um, a series that I have devoured on Max. Um, it is called The Curious Case of Natalie Grace. No. Oh. This isn't Benjamin Button's aunt. Um, <laughs> Thank you for clarifying. <laughs> Nancy it Grace. is the real story of the movie. Everyone, a lot of people know the horror movie, The Orphan, mm-hmm. and The Orphan 2, more orphany or whatever, but like, <laughs> Those two movies are actually back in the habit, (laughs) back back in the orphanage. Ew. Kalen, don't make me say that. Um, So, so this is a very fascinating documentary because obviously these two movies came out of it and it, it is based off of this idea that a older woman is posing as a, uh, like a six year old, an eight year old. That's what the movie goes with. The documentary is very fascinating because it takes a lot of different turns, and it you sort of you're not on the um, this woman's side at first, and then it changes and it shifts to some of the other characters within the family. Oh, so I like that. it has yeah. different angles. It's six episodes. It is buck motherfucking wild, so- and you're not going to like anyone at the end. I'm not including yourself for watching it. So this story
3: of her story came out in 2010, but the Orphan movie came out in 2009.
2: Well, also, so in this documentary, they have um, it it basically could have been a self-contained documentary that came out in 2019. And then more revelations came out after that. So basically, you're going to see in the beginning part of it, 2019 footage. And then later, you're going to see up to date footage. So, after yeah. the trial has gone what through. What
0: Clark is saying is, is <laughs> it, she a time traveler too? <laughs> it,
2: it, the movie took place a year before her story came
0: out. So, yeah, she just told Hollywood producers, by the way, I'm scaring okay. this family. It, it, they made a movie, it, and then she's her, like, her, her
2: age in this is very tiny. Oh, it's wimey. Great. All, all of it's her, fucking her wild. I have heard this whole story. Wimey. So, it is. No, wait. She was adopted in 2010. Baby, I don't have the answers. <laughs> Go to the documentary. Yeah. What do you want from me?
3: It is a fantastic story. I, I mean, I heard it when it was coming I out.
0: I do believe there are multiple incidences yeah. of people pretending to be younger to defraud Now, now
3: what, how fucked up are her teeth? I don't know. It's a very toothy
1: podcast. It's yeah.
0: Very toothy. It's the toothy episode. Uh,
1: Ryan, I just want to say something from last week's, your last week plug. What? I did catch up on Just Like That. And while it's not Just good, like crap. season two is much better than season one.
2: Agreed, it is building on something. What is that? We don't know. I mean, it's but built it's on a on foundation something. of shit. It's building
3: on making Che the worst character that's but
0: ever appeared on television. Hear, you guys can hear more of this on our other podcast, where we review all the plugs that we mentioned <laughs> That'd on this be podcast. Great, I like that. Unplug. Uh, Unplug. <laughs> uh, all right, so that's been our episode. Uh, if you have a chance, recommend us to a friend. Uh, you can our find enemy. Or an enemy. Uh, <laughs> you could use this in Guantanamo if you're still there torturing people. Um, you can find us on Twitter at X and Instagram at Podcast. If you're going to be at FlameCon, let us know. We'd, yeah. we'd love to see you. Uh, if you've got any special way that you're celebrating uh, the 60th anniversary of the X-Men, tweet at us. We love to read your tweets and then talk about them on the podcast because we don't have enough material. Uh, that's been our episode. Bye, little homos. Bye. Bye.